and welcome to Your Life Rocks. This is the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of your life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom, and I'm so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. You know, today, this episode was supposed to go live last week, but the Holy Spirit had some other ideas, some other things that he wanted me to talk about. So this week, we get to cover this topic, which has to do with your career. A couple episodes ago, we really dived in heavy to weekly success planning, walking through all of the steps to really up-level your Sunday prep. If you haven't heard that episode, I hope that you go back because that is really one of those strong foundations for creating greater balance in your life. Because it all starts with intentional goal setting. And it really all about it is intentional. What you're doing with your time, setting yourself up for success, removing those obstacles. And today we're gonna piggyback on that topic, but we're talking about your career, how to do weekly success planning for your career. Because let's face it, we're all kind of career-minded, and so when we do weekly success planning, although it's supposed to be for every area of our life, sometimes we can get so fixated on our work part of our life that we try to add so much more in when really it's just part of our life, so it should go somewhere else. Like I understand that's where we're spending the bulk of our time typically is within our career, and that's why we can devote some of that extra time outside of Sunday to work on your career, to really prepare you for success in your work life. So today I'm going to walk you through five steps to help you really clear that space so that you can have that success, so that you can really clear some of that chaos for your job and set you up on the right path. All right, are you ready? Now, before we dive into this topic, I just want to invite you to come on over and hang out with us in our Facebook group. We're going to be talking about this all week long and really just diving in a little bit deeper, covering some topics that maybe we won't get to in these five tips. I'm talking about things like mindset around having both this prep time and executing on it. There's going to be so many different aspects to this topic. So I hope that you come on over to our Facebook group. If you're not yet a member, then you can just go to yourliferocks.com and up at the top there is a link that will put you instant access into our community or you can just search Your Life Rocks in Facebook and join that way. All right, so as we jump into this topic, number one of the five tips I'm going to share with you might seem kind of obvious, but it is the one that you'll probably overlook the most because let's face it, things happen, things come up, and it's hard for us to create a new habit. And so just like with weekly success planning, really what we do on a Sunday to set you up for success Habit and consistency is everything. And so that's why the number one tip for this is to pick a set time and a day and put it as a standing appointment in your calendar. And I want you to honor this appointment just like you would if it was a meeting with your boss or your boss's boss or the CEO of your company because it is that important. Not only you will know what the best day and time works for you, but I always find, and I found this true for so many other people that I've worked with, is that Friday afternoon tends to be the best time to set you up for success for the week. So why would we do it at the end of the week? Well, coming into Monday morning, everyone has an agenda. Everyone is a little tired maybe from the weekend and trying to adjust But I don't know about you, but Monday tends to be a meeting day. Lots and lots of meetings, lots and lots of things going on, things to discuss. And for me, so many times Monday has caught me off guard where I'm like, oh my goodness, there's all these meetings I have to go to. Am I truly prepared to give updates, to speak to things, to advocate for the things that my department needs in these meetings? 
And because they're so back-to-back and Monday's kind of a crazy day, that's not always the case. So for me, I find Friday afternoons is when everyone's already kind of checked out. People who have left early have already left early. There's not a lot of meetings. There's not a lot of appointments. And so it really is that perfect, quiet time to be able to do this kind of planning. Now, as far as how much time you should block off, I recommend starting with two to three hours. And I know that sounds like a lot, but as we get into these tips, you'll see that it's going to be the most productive time you could possibly do in those two to three hours. Plus, when you do all of this on that Friday afternoon and you value the standing appointment and you keep the standing appointment with yourself, it frees up so much time earlier in the week. Now, depending on how many projects you're involved in and things like that, you could might be able to short it down to just an hour or even two hours, but there's so many different variables. But just like so much in life, it really is more about the spirit of the rule versus exactly how much you have to spend. You will be able to figure out pretty quickly if you need more time or less time to devote to these activities. So that is number one. Number two is to review your goals. Now, these might be goals that you've set for yourself. These might be goals that you received at your last review, your quarterly review. They might be monthly targets that you're aiming to hit. And they might just be new projects or projects that you're working on or that your team is working on in order to execute. But what's important about this is that you take that time to review. You know, so many times we set these targets for our career life or someone sets them for us. And we don't look at them until it's too late and then we can't really do anything about it. So the whole point of this is to be proactive about your career. Maybe these goals are things that you've set for yourself for that next promotion. Or if you work for yourself, they're the goals that you set that will move your business forward. But it's really important that you take time every single week to look at where it is that you want to go and where you are now. Ask yourself, what are the next steps that I need to do in order to get there? And then once you answer that, the next question is to say, what do I think the next next steps are going to be? And what do I need to do to set the ball in motion now? Because it might be that you need to have a meeting with someone who's a little higher up the ladder and they're a little harder to get on their calendar. Or maybe you need to start thinking about a promotion coming up for an upcoming holiday or something else that might be happening, a different deadline, a different, a different seasonality in the business that you need to prepare for. And so always kind of be thinking ahead. And that's why it's so critical that you have this time set aside, dedicated to be able to do that. Because otherwise, when else are you going to have time to be thinking ahead? So often we're so focused on what's happening in the moment or being reactive to the things that just happened, where this is your opportunity to be proactive, to be looking ahead and figuring out what it is that you need to do in order to reach those goals. Now, this is where if you love lists... (laughs) This is your sweet spot because you're just going to list it all out. Now, what you do with that list is really what matters. Whether you put it on the calendar as reminders or you put it in your Trello board. For me, it's what I put into my Trello board or I can just take action on it right then and there. Which brings us to the tip number three in this process of for setting yourself up for success in your career. Number three is to set appointments and reminders in your calendar. Because as you're looking at where you need to go for your goals, likely there's probably conversations that you need to have or things that need to get done that you can't necessarily do right now because it's your planning time. It's not necessarily your doing time. Remember what I said at the very beginning, how sometimes Mondays can be so crazy and chaotic and you're like, oh, what am I supposed to be doing today? I have this meeting, I have to give updates or whatever. And you never really quite know what's going on. 
This is your opportunity to prepare ahead of time. You can type in notes um, so you are prepared into your calendar. This is also where you can take some of those lists that you made and make delegation lists. So if you're meeting with your team first thing Monday morning, you know exactly what it is that you need to delegate to them to give them updates on, to bring them up to speed, because now you are up to speed on everything that's happening, which is a very beautiful thing, right? Now, as you're setting these appointments and reminders, it's good to also look and see when is your next meeting with your boss? You know, so many times we wait for our boss to set appointments with us to ask for updates. Why not be proactive and get on their calendar so you can give them an update? And if they're not in the office or it's just impossible to meet with them, send them an email recap of where you are with things. I'll tell you, that has been one of the biggest secrets for me when I was vying for any promotion was being on top of things and being very proactive with my communication with my boss. I wanted them to never have to ask me where something was, where we were with on a project or towards a goal. I always wanted to update them before they ever asked me. Now, if you do have a weekly standing meeting with your boss or you're able to schedule one, because again, Friday afternoon, typically his secretary is there and you can probably get on his calendar or her calendar. But this is where I always have a file for my boss, where I will put um, any notes, things I need to talk about, anything I need to show them, need approval for. And I will say this, if you work for yourself, you are your own boss. I'm going to say that again because you might have never thought about it this way. You are your own boss. You still need to have meetings with the boss, meetings with yourself to give yourself an update, action items, what it is that you're doing so you have some kind of accountability. And yeah, you could do it right now while you're planning, which is a beautiful thing. Or you can set aside some time, go to a coffee shop, have a nice little meeting with yourself and treat yourself like the boss. Give your boss the update. Let them know where you are with projects. And I know it sounds a little silly to be talking to yourself in that way, but I've coached so many women who own their own business to do this, and it's been so changing for the trajectory of their business and really for their own confidence because we're so used to being able to report to someone else. And this way, you're still being able to do that. You have that built-in accountability. It's just with yourself. All right, so let's review the first three tips before we round it out with the last two. So number one was to pick a time and day, be consistent with it, and treat it like the most important appointment in your calendar. Number two was to review your goals. What are your objectives? What things are out there of where you want to grow to and where are you now in the current situation? Maybe it's numbers, projects, whatever it is, but this is your chance to evaluate any progress that you've made. Number three is to set those appointments and reminders to get everything ready for upcoming meetings with people so you can delegate, you can update, and have that set. All right, now as we move into number four, this is where clearing some of the chaos comes into play because so much of our chaos in our work life is expectations from other people. At least it is for me. It's emails that are unanswered, phone calls that I need to return, all of that stuff, right, that other people are waiting on me for. Have that set time on Friday where you can address it. At least for me, it's on Friday. Maybe it's for you, it's another day. But again, this is the beautiful thing about doing it on Friday. You can address it so you can release it. Because when you release it, now you're free to go and enjoy your time with your family. You're free to go enjoy that other stuff without that expectation and that pressure on you that someone is still waiting for that communication. Now, maybe you have way too many phone calls to return and you can't necessarily do it in this time that you have set aside. This is another little hack. 
have a way that people can access your calendar. Maybe it's through a special link that you have set up. Maybe it's through your secretary, whatever it is for you personally and the way that your business is structured, your career is structured, but have a way that other people can schedule time with you. So you're not always having to go back and forth. And if you can't return someone's phone call, just shoot them an email and let them know, hey, you've been on my mind. I know I owe you a phone call back. Let's schedule time for this next week where we can connect. That way you have bounced the ball out of your court so you don't have to carry that into your weekend and into your home life, but you still take an action on it. Even though you can't necessarily solve all of the world's problems in these couple hours, you've put them into motion and that is what sets you up for success. So now once you've cleaned up all of your communication for the week, the next thing you need to do is to clean up your systems. Update your systems, clean them up. So this is where you might be spending a little bit more time, especially in the beginning, because if you don't have systems, how are you going to clean them up? But most women I know, even if they don't have systems, there are systems that they're trying to implement, but they just never give themselves time to do it. This is that special sacred time to put those systems into place. Maybe you have heard me talk about Trello before, you've heard other people talk about Trello, and you want to implement that into your career, into your work life, but you just are like, I don't even know what to do, how to set it up. This is your time. This is your time to set that up. Maybe you need to file some things away. Maybe you need to organize your whiteboard. Maybe maybe it is organizing your calendar or putting up some of those automated systems so people can schedule with you a little bit easier. This is that golden space that allows you allows you that space to be able to do those things, to really take action on creating organized systems for your work life. So if you don't yet have those systems, this is your time to create it. If you do have your systems, this is the time to upkeep it. Me, I'm a total Trello girl. Everything is in Trello. So Fridays are my days that I spend time updating my Trello boards. What things did I do? And it's so gratifying to be able to move things over to the done columns because then I can celebrate those things. I'm leaving my work week on a high, on a win, because I'm able to acknowledge all of those great things I did this week and it puts the things I need to do in the forefront of my mind. Now with that said, just like just about everything else I will teach you, it should be fluid. By fluid, I mean like I might see some things in my Trello board that I didn't get to address last week that I know I want to address this week. So I might be going back up to seeing how that fits into my goals. Or I might be going back down to number three and setting appointments or reminders or going to step number four and communicating with someone about those things. So you can jump all over through these. And as you find your own groove and setting yourself up for success in your work life, you will find your own pattern that works best for you. This is just a beginning blueprint to try it on, to start setting that time aside for yourself so you can find what works for you because you'll never find what works for you if you never try anything. And that goes for everything in life. You'll never find the right fitness regime for you if you don't try a bunch of different ones. You'll never figure out the right money management system if you don't try different ones. So... That's what this is, right? You're trying it on for size, figuring out what that right workflow is for you to set yourself up for success. Now, as you're updating your systems, we talked about Trello, we talked about your calendar, we talked about all of these things, but one last thing to do before you call it a week, before you head out for the weekend, and it might sound so simple, but I promise you, it makes a world of difference. And it's simply clean up your workspace. 
empty out your inbox. I'm not talking about your email inbox. Unless that drives you crazy, then that can be part of your process too as you're preparing for the week ahead. But any papers on your desk, make sure that they have a home. If you have file folders, make sure that they're clean and organized. Wipe down your desk. For me, like having a disinfectant cloth, and yes, every place I've worked has always had their cleaners come through, but they just empty your garbages in vacuum. Like they don't really clean. For me, having something that is clean, pushing my chair in, making sure everything is set, sets a whole different mood when you walk in Monday morning and you're not looking at a dirty desk or a dusty desk or anything like that. And I know it sounds so simple, but it's the same thing as like when we talk about Sunday prep and I talk to you about cleaning your car on Sunday. It's because when you can clean some of that clutter and yuck around you, it clears yourself mentally. For me, when I get into my dirty car, I don't automatically think like, oh my gosh, I have to clean my car. But I feel like a mess. I feel and I start to take on that part of my environment. And I know it's not just me because it happens to so many other people that when they are in a messy situation, overwhelm can kick in, even if there's really not that much to be overwhelmed about. So create order for your workspace. So when you walk in Monday morning, everything is clean. Everything is ready to go. Your systems are in place. You are prepared for the week, laser focused on your goals. You've gotten back to everyone who needs anything from you and you are ready to rock it. Make that week the most successful week ever. And then on Friday, you'll repeat the process and do it all over again because it's a habit because consistency is what creates results in anything in everything that we're talking about. Now, the most beautiful thing about this isn't necessarily that you are now moving closer to your career goals versus just going to work, spending time, spinning your wheels, and not getting where you want to go. Now, that is a pretty special gift from doing this. But for me, the best part is, is you can walk out of work at the end of the week, put it aside, and be fully present with your family. You'll be able to rest and relax and come back refreshed. And I don't care what you do for work, that is important. Because as we are growing our careers, as we're striving for that next thing, whether it's a promotion or growth or whatever it is, it can become all-consuming and we need to be able to set it down. But when it occupies so much of our mind and our mind is always spinning, it's just about impossible to set it down. And if you can't set it down, you can't find true balance because you're always thinking about it when you're trying to do all of the things for your marriage, for parenting, for health, all of those things. So this time is that special sacred time that you can allow yourself to put it all down and pick up the rest of life. All right, so with that, it brings us to my favorite part of the episode. And this part of the episode is where we are talking about a Bible verse. And I love this verse, and it was actually my personal verse a few weeks ago. You see, in our life balance system, you pick a Bible verse every single week that coincides with the area of life that you're really focused on for that week. And for me, in this particular week, a couple weeks ago, I was focused on my career. And this is the Bible verse that I wrote each and every single day to help me remember it. It's what I wrote on my bathroom mirror. It's what I put on the screensaver on my phone because that's what it's all about, right? It's about picking that verse, meditating on that verse, trying to remember that verse 
But most importantly, see what God speaks to us through that verse. And the verse is Ecclesiastes 9.10. And it's so simple. And it reads, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. Now, why is this verse so important with everything that we talked about? Because whatever it is, wherever you are, what God has put for you to do for your career, maybe it's big in the world's eyes. Maybe it's not so big in the world's eyes, but it doesn't matter because God has you there for a reason and you're right where you're supposed to be. And so whatever God has found for your hands to do, do it with all of your might, meaning go big, plan big, execute big. Don't let fear hold you back. Go for it because God has placed you there for a reason. Now, you heard me talk about um, our focus on the Bible verse in the life balance system. You know, it's all part of our life balance planner. And so if you're interested in learning more about that, you can learn more about it by going to yourliferocks.com. Now, our planner is a 90-day planner, and it's much more than just a calendar that you have and you carry around in your purse. It really is a system to help you create more balance in your life. So I hope that you check that out. I hope it blesses you. And if you've had blessings at all from this podcast, I hope that you would share it with a friend, that you would tell them about it. And if you don't have a friend to tell about it, then you can leave us a review in iTunes and tell others about it because that's how other people find our podcasts or through those reviews in iTunes. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today and spending some of your precious time as a working mom. You are short on time I know and I just thank you so much for spending some of that time hanging out here with me now I'm super excited for next week so if you haven't yet hit subscribe I hope that you do because next week we are sharing the top 10 hacks that every working mom needs to have in her back pocket and I cannot wait to share all of those with you so until next time keep building a life that rocks bye